0: Hi, I'm Patricia Grabarik and I'm Katina Sawyer, and welcome to the Worker Being Podcast. So, Katina, you have
1: an article for us today that I'm super excited about, I think, if I know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> yes, um, I'm excited about it too because it actually has very practical application, I think. This is one of those articles that has a very easy practical application, but it's not something that I had really thought about integrating into my day very much before. So, We're going to be talking today about exposure to blue light, which comes from like your smartphone or your laptop, and how exposure to blue light can mess with your sleep and what the consequences of that are for your work and what you can do about it.
1: So yes, I do love this topic because I have my blue light blocking glasses that I use all the time. And if this is going to support my use of my glasses, I'm going to feel less silly for having used them for like a year.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, um, you know, get ready, because it may just make your dreams come true to uh, hear this article. Yeah, you might be quite happy with it.
1: Well, I'm excited. Uh, so
0: yeah, and I actually bought them when you bought them too, but I ended up not using them because, um, or I use them sometimes, but ended up not using them as much because, um I felt like on calls, the way like the light is and when the place where I usually sit on calls, I felt like my eyes look like screens and I couldn't like look people in the eye and I started to get like worried about it. Aww. <laughs> but, um, but then uh, I could wear them actually while I'm doing other things, which perhaps after reading this article, that may be a conclusion that we might come to.
1: Yeah, I actually feel really funny about it because before I changed jobs, I started wearing them and people were like, oh, I didn't know you wear glasses. And I was like, no, 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 no. they're blue light blockers." I just decided to, that I've been getting, because I was getting like some headaches when everyone was going to video calls and I think it was just being tired and probably because I was staring at my screen more with video calls than normal Mm -hmm. when I might look down or whatever, fidget and be weird if we talk about a zoom fatigue, right. I <laughs> can go back to that yes. episode. Um, but in this job, I've been wearing them, but nobody knew me. So I think everybody thinks I wear glasses and don't know that I have actually vision that doesn't require any glasses. Oh, <laughs> um, and so you I think that you're I know, in so
0: need I'm, of eyewear.
1: And so I actually feel really awkward. I'm like, do I like, I mean, nobody cares, but for some reason I'm like, should I tell people like, (laughs) I don't know why it's like a thing I've been, I've thought about, but it
0: is. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it is interesting because, uh, you know, I'm sure there are lots of people that we've been interacting with during the pandemic that we haven't seen otherwise that probably are doing the same thing that like, I might think also have glasses. The only reason I think anything of it when, Or the only reason I know when I see you do it is because I know you, but I wouldn't. So I wonder who I might think has glasses but doesn't have to ask myself that question. Mm -hmm. There are some people who I've only interacted with during the pandemic, too, that might have blue light blockers and not bad eyes, which is better because I have horrible eyes. And I can tell you, it is very terrible to wake up and not see anything ever.
1: (laughs) I know. (laughs) You're... Your vision is surprisingly bad. I'm not going to It's so it. bad.
0: It's so bad. Like even when I was in college and I would um, like get up in the middle of the night to like use the bathroom, I couldn't see anybody that was in there in like the shared bathroom. And I would just be like saying hi to people and have no idea who it was. Like I couldn't see faces. People would be like, hey. And I'd be like, hi. And I would have no idea who it was. <laughs> <laughs> just wandering around the world with no uh, way of telling what's around me very sad.
1: That is sad. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Yes, but it's at okay. At least you have contacts to help you.
0: That's true. And I used to have glasses when I was younger. I had glasses until uh, high school. So oh. all through grade school, I wore glasses. And um, I, my first pair of glasses was shaped like an oct like octagons. Oh, that was very cool. <laughs>
1: so trendy.
0: <laughs> it was not trendy. It was like uh I was in like third grade and. uh The eye doctor, like, his wife used to always help me pick out the glasses, but I feel that she was always trying to offload glasses that they weren't going to sell.
1: (laughs) She's like, here's a gullible kid. Let me give her the weird ones.
0: Yes. So sincerely, I would always, I would be like, I like these. And she would be like, no, I don't think those will fit your face well, like, What about these? And I would always be like, oh, I don't know. I don't really like those. And she would be like, I think these are amazing. And she would always convince me to buy these glasses that like I didn't really like that much. And but I like felt bad because she was like telling me like these are the best ones. And they're like so amazing. And then I would always come out with these glasses I didn't really like. And they were always like a little weird. (laughs) And I never told my mom um, what was happening in there until I got a little older. And she was like, well, you don't have to pick the glasses that she tells you to get. And I was like, I know, but I always feel bad and whatever. And then like over time, I was like, why was she always trying to offload these weird glasses on me? And I think that's what it was. I think that they weren't selling. And she was like, I'll get this kid to buy them.
1: (laughs) I actually, (laughs) I'm going to get all weird here, but you kind of like some loud sunglasses.
0: Oh, I love loud sunglasses, but these weren't loud. These weren't loud. These were like ugly. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. Because I was going to like come up with a theory as to why you love your loud sunglasses and like, is it a related? Like, because you love like very like retro and colorful and like yes. funky, like fun sunglasses. So I was wondering if it was yes. related, but no, it doesn't sound no,
0: like it. No, no. And like the ones that I like now, like the sunglasses that I like, I feel like they're more like Elton John type sunglasses where like they're like, they're like huge and like interesting, but like, they're trendy or cool like other people yeah. would wear them these are these were just like weird sad pairs of glasses that were ugly that she would just be like these are the best glasses I've ever seen
1: oh, <laughs> and no. I'd be like okay yeah okay so there's no relationship there because I was just thinking I was like because you wear sunglasses that I feel like some people yeah. would look at and be like those are what? like you know like n- not even not that. wild More like those are like you know like runway looks we're like not yeah yeah not everyone can pull off a runway look but you like it but you're like scared of it I feel like sometimes yeah yeah glasses that people would that's be like, true oh that's like a runway look
0: I'm afraid of that right yeah. I agree with you and this was not like that this was like weird like no one it, it was It would never see the light of a runway.
1: (laughs) So it's not like a high fashion I'm afraid of you. It's like you're so ugly I'm afraid of you. Okay.
0: Yes. Okay. (laughs) Precisely. Precisely. Well that's That's exactly it. So maybe that's
1: actually so now I'm still gonna relate it back. I'm still gonna say this led you to your runway look, sunglasses, because now you wanna use your glasses to make a high fashion statement versus a dumpy statement.
0: I'm reclaiming my glass. I'm reclaiming my years of wasted glasses. Exactly. Exactly. That's a good point. I never (laughs) really thought about that. Well, now that we've psychoanalyzed my glasses usage, um, uh, just quickly, how are you doing? How's life now that we've discussed my glasses? Like everything going good?
1: Yeah, things are good. Um, I... I still love psychoanalyzing your glasses. And everywhere we go, you always buy fun glasses. But anyways, um, the things in my life, yeah, we're doing pretty well. We're going to Florida, um, leaving at the end of the week to go visit Danny's parents. So it's my first time getting on a plane. I have quite a bit of anxiety about it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I mean, we'll be okay. But I just... I'm a little bit anxious, but it'll be nice. I haven't seen uh, my in-laws since December of 2019. So it's time. It's definitely time. Yeah,
0: it is definitely time. That's a really long time Mm -hmm. uh, to not see people that you usually would see a lot more. So Mm -hmm. um, I'm glad that you're getting to see them. And yeah, I, I went on a plane for the first time a little while ago, and it was a little bit weird. But then I feel like I just got used to it kind of immediately. I was like, okay, this is fine.
1: Well, that's good. That's good. I hope that happens to me too. But yeah, what about you? How are you feeling? What's going on with you?
0: I am feeling good. Uh, Nothing really too exciting going on. Regular work week. I just was um, uh, in Philly for a week, um, working from there. Um, And then I went to the beach for a day. That was fun. And then came back to DC. So now I'm here. Regular work week. Nothing too exciting going on. But yeah. but yeah, I feel that uh, I didn't get, related to our article, I didn't get as good sleep as I usually do. Um, and so when I got home yesterday after all the driving and like whatever, uh, being up late uh, at my cousin's and things like that, I feel like I came home yesterday and I just had like a three-hour nap. I was just like so tired.
1: <laughs> Sometimes you need that. Sometimes yes. you just need it, Yeah.
0: I felt so much better once I woke up. I was very rejuvenated.
1: Good. Well, that's good. At least you got that recovery time.
0: Yes, I did. I did. Um, So speaking of sleeping, maybe I should jump into this article. Do it. Do it. Awesome. Okay. So the article is called The Effects of Blue Light Filtration on Sleep and Work Outcomes. And it's by Guarana, Barnes, and Ong and it was published in the Journal of Applied Psychology just this year. So um, it is brand new. We've been doing a lot of good brand new articles, which I'm happy about. Mm -hmm. Um, So basically the article discusses um, that something that's sort of happened trendingly um, in society is that people more and more are using um, screens And there are more and more using screens for work and there are more and more using screens during all kinds of hours um, and that this has been an increasing trend over the last, you know, decade or so that people are just like increasingly exposed to screens. And yet we don't really know, workplaces don't really think a lot about what screen exposure does to people. Um, And this isn't just uh, with regard to, um, you know, the idea of like, answering emails or doing things that we already know like oh you should disconnect but part of what people sometimes do to disconnect might be to like scroll on social media or uh you know text with family and friends or do whatever all of that stuff anytime you're using your phone is screen exposure so also the more capabilities smartphones have not just using them for work but also using them for life we're getting a lot of screen time in our day and um, our workplaces may not be accounting for the fact that our screen time has increased so much.
1: This ties in so well with the Zoom fatigue article we talked about, right? Yes. There's like, you're staring at a screen. Because to your point, not only is work done on computers at a, probably at a level that we haven't seen before, right? At least in the past decade or so. Um, and then obviously our phones, right? Like when did the first iPhone came out in like 2007 maybe Um, yeah so again we're looking like just a little over a decade of people using smartphones in the and even then like Instagram didn't exist you know like we weren't using it the same way or as often so it's been pretty recent that we've been like really sucked into screens for so long and with this remote work and sitting on zoom calls where you're not in a conference room looking away and doodling on your paper or whatever you're staring at the screen you're not staring at people you're staring at a screen right yeah. so this is a really interesting i'll be curious to see what this says and like how we that can tie in to that specific research too because i feel like there are some related issues
0: yeah and they didn't even talk about this in the article but now that you're saying that you know Especially with the pandemic, you know, people were also connecting with family and friends through FaceTime or Zoom as well. Mm -hmm. So, not only were you getting a lot of screen time um, for work, more screen time than usual, you're also getting more screen time with family and friends. So, the last year and a half has really been screen time overload, and people haven't really been thinking about that. Um, And then as we you know go back into post pandemic world And p- more people will continue to work remotely um, Maybe you know people learned that You know they will travel to see People for work now every now and again But maybe a lot of their meetings now That would be in person will be over Zoom instead You know so like a lot of things are getting uh, Are staying virtual that were turned virtual um, Over COVID and so I think that um This is something that workplaces need to attend to more heavily. So here's why it's a problem to consume blue light from your screens. And it's not constantly a problem. It's more so a problem later on in the day. So I learned a little bit about biology during reading this article. (laughs) Yeah. So all of us have a circadian rhythm and all human beings generally share a similar circadian rhythm that moves along with light in the sky, which is why if you live in a place where um, it's like dark for six months, uh, you know, people have uh, like lamps and things to try to keep their um, circadian rhythm as well as like other hormonal balances in check. Because a lot of um, what happens to us in terms of our sleeping and waking hours has to do with cues that we get from our environment that are light related cues. So, and I'm sure a lot of you that are listening probably have this experience where you could be sleeping, but if you're next to a window, as soon as the light starts pouring into the window, you might wake up naturally, right? That's not a coincidence. That's actually something that we are built to do. So as your body um, wakes up, it wakes up as it gets signals from the environment that it's light. And then as the day goes on, those signals keep being sent from the light that you're absorbing around you that, yes, it is daytime, and yes, I should stay awake. There's also been some research done on rainy days and how rainy days can make you more tired. This is because you're not getting as much light.
1: Oh, um, so there's something to that. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So
0: um, so as your body gets these light signals, um, it tells you, okay, I'm supposed to still be awake. Um As the day goes on and the light signals get weaker, your body starts to send signals to your brain and to the rest of you that, hey, it's time to start shutting it down because sleep is going to be coming soon. So your body actually starts going into like a pre-sleep phase as the light goes away um, that continues um, to increase until you actually go to bed. So the blue screen light messes with those signals so that your body's still receiving light signals that it's time to be awake, even though it knows on some other level it's supposed to be asleep. So you're sending your body confused signals where the environment around you is telling it one thing, but you're telling it another thing. And that weakens the signal that your body is sending saying it's time to go to sleep, which makes it less likely that you actually will go to sleep. Do they talk at all about why blue light in particular... Um, they don't talk about why blue light in particular, but, um, they do talk about how they don't, they didn't get into like the physics of why, but they said that especially blue light out of all different types of light sends a confusing signal to you. So this light is worse than other kinds of light. Hmm.
1: Interesting. I don't really have any theories or any ideas to why that would be. No, me um, either. I'm guessing there's probably some differences in the light spectrums that are coming from the sun during the middle of the day versus later in the day or something like that. Like that's yeah. my assumption, but I'm making up stuff. Um, so I'm not going to keep sounding like an idiot to anybody that actually knows.
0: <laughs> uh, but- I don't know either. So you could say whatever you want and I'll be like, yeah, probably.
1: But okay. But there is something to blue light, whatever that is. other research probably something biological can help you figure that out if you have a question you could probably go there okay but generally speaking it sounds like blue light later in the day and maybe even light in general too much light in general later in the day is bad is that right
0: yeah so if you're like laying in a room with the lights on and trying to go to sleep that would send you also a mix signal, but the mix signal wouldn't be as strong as it would be coming from a blue light screen. Um, so basically, what they um, what they find is that most people follow this, everybody follows this general circadian rhythm that you want to be more awake in the morning, you get increasingly more awake as the day goes on, and then you sort of tamp down as as the day winds down. But there are chronotypes, which basically are um, these preferences that your body has of um, basically skewing in one direction or another. So when people say I'm a morning person or I'm an evening person, there's there's not enough variability that someone's like truly like I am nocturnal and someone else is like I'm completely not nocturnal, right? Like, um, but there are people whose um, biological clocks skew more in one direction or another Mm -hmm. so that they're less a little um, less sensitive to the waking up portion of the light and less sensitive to the signals that are being sent as you're winding down um, and vice versa. So there are people who are really more likely to Get up and be very active during the day And shut down more quickly at night And there are other people who are Less likely to get up as quickly in the morning And less likely to shut down At night So there are there is such a thing as like an early bird And a night owl um, Some variation between people And especially for people Who are night owls This can be a problem This blue screen thing can be a problem hmm. Because um, Not because of anything about your biology as a night owl, but because society is set up very much more to favor the early bird than the night owl. Right. So if you're a night owl, you're less likely to get higher number hours of sleep because no matter what, you usually have to get up earlier to do your work. Um and so you're not likely to go to bed earlier than you normally would but you are likely to get up earlier than you would want to whereas people who are early birds generally tend to get up around the time that they would normally get up and then they are able to go to bed at a time that allows them to get a good night's sleep. So in particular if you're messing yourself up with these blue light signals and you're a night owl you could have some more serious implications on your sleep because you're already getting fewer hours of sleep than the early bird.
1: This is so fascinating. Um, Danny is definitely a night owl. You're kind of a night owl too. I'm a night owl.
0: Every yeah. one of my family is a night owl except my dad.
1: Yeah, I'm. I would say probably lean night owl, but I'm not as extreme as either you or Danny. Um, yeah, but that is really, really interesting because you're so right. Like his, he goes to bed at like hours that I think are just ridiculous. But then he has to always wake up earlier than... I, like, he could easily sleep till, like, noon. But he goes to bed at, like, 3. So, like, that's not that weird. But yeah. because of, like, work stuff, he still has to get up early. But he can't fall asleep that early. And yeah. so I'm always telling him, like, I don't think it's that you don't need enough... That you don't need the same amount of sleep. I think it's you just need a different schedule for sleep.
0: Right. Yeah. And they were basically saying that it's hard for people to change their chronotype. Like, it is biological. But um i do think that someone on this paper must be a night owl because it was very like um society needs to change to like accommodate that people have different <laughs> chronotypes and like if it wasn't for the fact that like society start expects that people are going to start their day so early if people were better able to start their work whenever they wanted to um, more people would be able to get eight hours of sleep a night and you, they could just adjust their daily schedule to accommodate for when they naturally wake and go to sleep. So I feel like someone <laughs> on this paper was like raging against the machine on that. But, That's um, funny. It
1: that reminds but, me of like some of those... Oh, sorry. No, but go ahead. Say It reminds me of some of those... Um, what do you call it? The studies about kids in school, right? Like there yeah. are studies about i don't know the details so um i'm sure someone you can find some maybe link to it but like kids they're the amount of sleep that kids need like especially younger kids can be pretty long and you know when they're s- naturally more likely to wake up tends to be like maybe later in the day like some er- young young kids are as early in the day but as they get to like teenagers it's later in the day but we're still making them wake up to go to school at like 8 or 7 30 yeah. or whatever it is to align with like the work schedules and we're actually it's a detriment to the children that could learn better if we had different schedules. So I've seen that kind of work all about sleep and natural cycles and stuff and age that's been done. So it's kind of, it seems a little similar.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think a lot of workplaces started doing more flexible work hours Around Some of this idea of like Well if you want to get up late And work late I don't really care As long as You get done What you have to get done But the problem is When you're dealing With any kind of like Clients Or you, Even internally Like If everybody's running on a different schedule, it's hard to coordinate meetings and things like that. So I've seen some companies, I'm sure you've seen this too, where they have like core working hours, which are like in the middle of the day that everybody has to be present. And then there's like some people that start later and work later and some people that start really early and get done early. Um, I remember when I was like a senior in high school, um, this like friend of the family, like He had a work schedule where he was allowed to like go in whenever and leave whenever. And I thought it was so wild. Like in 2003, (laughs) that was like the wildest thing I ever heard. I was like, you can just go in when you want and leave when you want. And (laughs) like that sounded crazy. But I feel like a lot of other places are a lot of places now obviously are doing that. But um, that's one of the recommendations in the article, actually, as they are raging against the machine. Aside from (laughs) the blue light issue, they also say that. Workplaces in general would benefit from Allowing people to better accommodate their Biological sleep schedule so that if you are A night owl you can still get eight hours of sleep And you're not perpetually like lacking sleep Um, So But that's that's not really quite Related to the blue screen issue exactly So let's talk about the blue screen Issue so what they did Was they had Groups of people this is like I just think this is like a fun experiment So (laughs) They had two different types of glasses that looked alike. One had blue light filtration and one did not. And they gave groups of people the both pairs of glasses and they knew which group wore the which group's first pair of glasses was blue light filtering and the second pair of glasses was not and vice versa, but the people who got the glasses didn't know whether the glasses were filtering blue light or not. So they told them which pair of glasses pair one or two to wear during week one. And then they told them to wear the second pair during week two. And they basically had them wear them when they got home from work, any screen time that they were doing, they asked them to please wear the glasses. Hmm. So they didn't ask them to cut down their screen time. They just asked them to wear these blue light filtrating glasses. Um, And for one of the weeks, they were wearing blue light glasses and the other week they were wearing one that looked like it, but didn't have the blue light filtration and um, they didn't know which one was which. Mm -hmm. And what was happening was they were having them wear the glasses at night. um, And uh, in the morning they were having them rate their sleep quantity and quality. And then the next day they were having them rate their work engagement, the extent to which they helped others at work, their counterproductive work behaviors And then in one study, they had them rate their own performance. And in another study, they had their managers turn in customer ratings for them. Um, And they looked at whether or not wearing the sleep, uh, wearing the blue light filtration glasses impacted their sleep quality and quantity, and whether or not that then impacted their next day engagement performance, OCB, organizational citizenship behaviors, and counterproductive work behaviors, CWB.
1: So... This seems super thorough, like this study feels yeah. like they did a lot of different things, looking at a lot of different things over multiple studies, it sounds like. So I am super curious to know the results Is I yes. have you dive into them.
0: <laughs> so it's basically um, what you would think. Um, everything worked in one of the studies. So it didn't. everything didn't work in both of the studies, but I'll just talk about it overall. The overall takeaways are... That when people wore the blue light filtration glasses, it tended to make their sleep quality and quantity better. And then the next day, they were more engaged, had higher OCB, lower counterproductive work behavior, higher performance. Although the performance didn't work for the self-reported performance, but it did work for the customer-reported performance, which I actually think is positive. If it was the other way around, I would think that was a problem. Um, And... Uh, The last piece of it is that it was especially helpful in increasing uh, sleep quality for people who were of the night owl chronotype.
1: Interesting. Okay. so if I'm hearing you right. So you you mentioned OCB and CWB is a bit. So let's talk about those a tiny bit. Um, So basically, if you wore the blue light glasses, you slept better. And you slept longer. Then you went to work. And OCBs, you're like helping people. You're doing things extra for your job. Um, you're not doing things that are counterproductive. So you're not like distracting people from work or stealing or doing anything like that. Yes. Um, And then your customers think you're performing better.
0: Yes, that's correct.
1: Whoa. That's a lot of stuff that comes yeah. from... Uh, And I'm guessing that that's an indirect effect of the blue light glasses. It's really the sleep that's driving all of that. Is that right?
0: Yes, exactly. So the blue light glasses make your sleep quality and quantity better. And then that impacts uh, your work outcomes. And you mentioned just a little bit around OCB and CWB. So OCB are things like going out of your way to give a coworker a helping hand. CWB uh, are uh, counterproductive Work behaviors, which in this particular study, uh, they measured them with things like, uh, I said something hurtful to someone at work. So it can be a variety of things, but basically it's stuff that uh, you're doing that's not so nice to people at work or damaging to uh, the company in some way. So... Um, So the idea with um, CWB is that you're kind of going out of your way to do something not nice and OCB, um, you're going out of your way to do something nice. And so the idea is that when you have a proper amount of sleep and you have good quality sleep, you're more able to, you have the energy to be more absorbed in your work, which Um, then ostensibly would make your performance go up, even though they didn't look at it in that order. But that's what we know from other literature. Um, And uh, you have more energy to help other people. And you have more energy to regulate what would be like your, I guess, like crabby response if things aren't going your way, that you have more energy to like tamp down your reactivity.
1: That's so interesting. I really... I'm actually shocked that the impact was so big, but I guess, I yeah, I'm surprised. I don't have any other words to that. Did they control for anything else that might be impacting people's sleep beyond the glasses?
0: So they did not report controls from what I can see. It's a good question. I don't see anything about Mm -hmm. controls. Um, And I think that that's because it's within person.
1: Exactly. I was just about to say, but at the same time, it's, a you know, if I'm in the study, I wear both the non-blue light and the blue light, but it would be good to have asked. So like as a future study, a slight limitation would be, you know, maybe one week just happened to be easier than the other week, right? There could be some like weird confounding thing going on. Like,
0: yeah, because it was in one company. Well, yeah, yeah. It it. But even they for didn't a say a lot about how they like assigned it to teams or anything like that. So like, if people in the one group that got the glasses first compared to the people in the other group that got the glasses second, like the blue light glasses second, if there was some difference in like their teams, like who was in whatever group, you know what I mean? Like that yeah. could be a problem.
1: It's probably they didn't not- really talk about that. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a huge difference maker. It was just something I'm thinking about because I'm actually just, I, I felt better where when I wear my glasses, right? Like, for me, I don't. I, the thing is, I don't usually wear them super late, so I don't really know what to do make of that personally, right? And <laughs> my anecdotal evidence here. Um, but if I, I don't, and I don't necessarily wear them constantly all day, every day, but I do wear them quite a bit, and I think that made me feel better. So personally, I felt better. Whether or not it was placebo is questionable. But based on the study, it sounds like maybe it wasn't a placebo. Maybe I was just sleeping better when I use them. So I am encouraged and seems like a super easy solution to a potential problem.
0: Yeah. And so basically the they had some other takeaways like you know if you create more flexible schedules so people can work in ways that align with their chronotype, then maybe we wouldn't need to worry about how many hours of sleep people were getting because we wouldn't be waking people up at a time that they shouldn't be waking up and everybody could get the amount of sleep that they want. So they did say, you know, like um, scheduling, you know, having more flexible schedules or having hours where, you know, we've talked about this before where people say like, we don't email before after these hours or there's like blackout periods so that, you're helping people to stay away from their screens so that you know you're ca- you're solving the problem at the root. But a main thing that they basically said was in the absence of being able to actually cut down on people's screen time or expand their sleeping time, wearing these glasses at night when you're looking at your screens seems to be a good solution and particularly if you're a night owl, this is helpful.
1: Yeah, that's such a great takeaway. I wonder if like uh, I mean, this is something you easily just bring back to your team and just say, hey, you know, even if you have a budget, that would be nice, right? It's like we are trying to help. Like, we don't have flexible schedules right now or we don't know if that's going to be possible based on the work we do. But hey, we're going to give everyone 20 bucks to buy blue light glasses to help their sleep. Yeah. Like that would well, be that's like what
0: they were saying. Yeah. They're like it's so cheap. Like it's it not even like a big deal for a company to buy these glasses for everybody. Like if you're doing tons of virtual work. And you know that that's potentially stressing people like that. That's what they were saying. Like, yeah. this is a you know, a really easy thing that you could do. It's
1: so affordable and it shows like an effort from the company, right? Like here we're doing something that based in research, we know it can help you uh, recommend you at least wear these in the evenings when you're on your computer or on your phone. You know, it doesn't have to be work related, but we want to give you this benefit of buying you these glasses so easy so easy so inexpensive quite a nice gesture especially if you're going to remain remote like this could be a fun little time to do that right as covid's ending ending i'm gonna say that in giant giant quotes um but as we're moving to a (laughs) time where people are some people are starting to head back into the office or Or companies are deciding that they're not going to come back into the office. This might be a fun little time to say, Hey, we've decided we're going to make everything, we're going to continue to be flexible. And with that, we're giving
0: everyone blue light glasses. Yay! You know, like it's just a fun little thing to do. Yeah. That's what they were saying. That the, you know, big takeaway here is that there is you know, a really easy solution to this. And while they were arguing for some more structural changes to try to help people get more sleep and to stay away from screens more often, that just wearing these glasses might be a way to do it. So after reading this article and thinking about the takeaways, I think managers, you know, definitely think about investing in these for your team, role modeling that behavior. And employees, even if your company doesn't offer these, if you have to spend a lot of time on your screens, you know, suggest that they offer them you know you could bring this episode to them and use it as a way of you know making that case and in the very worst scenario um, if you have to get your own I know mine were like twelve dollars that I bought so they're super inexpensive Um, so you can also just go out and get your own pair so that in the absence of a company-wide solution you can at least help yourself to get better sleep and for my night owls out there that is especially important and um, since I read the article I think I'm gonna get back to wearing them myself in the nighttime.
1: I was just going to ask. I was like, you've sort of abandoned yours, but now are you back? Are you back on the train?
0: Well, I think that something that's nice about it is that they're not saying that you have to wear them all day long. So if you're a person that's like, oh, I don't really like wearing glasses, like, or, you know, it's just like bothersome or even on the job, like it's hard for you to wear glasses, you know, like whatever it is, like mm-hmm. if you have a job where, you know, you you have like more like physical labor type job, whatever the case may be, like, um, in this instance, really, it's just about like when you get home from work, that's when they want you to be wearing them. So and only when you're looking at screens. So that seems like pretty unobtrusive.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's not like your issue of not wanting to or like wanting to look people in the eye, right? Like you're concerned there that you weren't doing that isn't relevant unless you're having late night meetings. So right. I, and you probably aren't for the most part, except for with me. (laughs) If I have
0: late night meetings, the people don't get to look at my eye. That's fine.
1: (laughs) Yes. So I think, yeah, so it's an easy solution. It's not something that you have to feel awkward about. Like, like me, where your entire company thinks that you wear glasses when you don't. Uh, (laughs) you can just, you can just, uh, do it at night and, Maybe I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see what happens if I stop wearing my glasses and just do it at night when I'm not on calls. Like, what yeah. will, do you think people will say something to me? I bet you somebody will.
0: <laughs> They'll be like, "Can you see? Are you okay?" You should just be like, "My glasses They got run over by my, by a car and I can't see anything. Just Make this whole weird story up.
1: I don't know. I actually, there was one day where I didn't wear them. And one of my employees was like, did you do something different with your hair? And I was like, no, I'm not wearing my glasses right now. That's so funny.
0: So I feel like it would,
1: I feel like people would, would say something, but now I, now I just, I'm trapped. I don't know what to do. I'm like like an awkward
0: goose over here. Like, (laughs) what do I do? Well, maybe if you just don't wear them for a few days and then if people ask, just be like, oh, no, they're blue light blocker glasses. But I found out that I only have to wear them in the night.
1: You know what? That is a good way to go. Yeah. I I I just come to you for all of my advice. Like, (laughs) That's an obvious thing to say. Like, totally not... crazy sounding right and <laughs> aligned with um, everything that we stand for so that yeah. seems like a normal solution well thank behavioral
0: you. science yeah. but yeah so um so yeah so I'm gonna start wearing mine you could maybe stop wearing yours so much and everybody out there this is not an ad for these glasses but it does seem like it might help you sleep so if you don't have them already try them out see what you think and let us know
1: Yes. Thank you so much for sharing this article. It of course. is so fun. And like I said, so relevant to me and my behavior. So I am going to see what I end up doing with uh, exposing the team to the real Patricia Stans classes. <laughs> the um, blue
0: light special. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I, re- I think this article is great. So very exciting. Very interesting. Thank you for sharing. And of course for all of our lovely listeners out there want to hear your stories. Have you used blue- blue light glasses before are you into it not so into it um you can always find us on our website workerbeing.com. you can email us at contact at com, and you can find us on social media at workerbeing on linkedin facebook Twitter, and Instagram. I feel like I was missing one for a second there, but I think I got them all. (laughs) Um, And as always, we have courses available if you're interested in learning more about how to manage your stress at work, how to build a more sustainable career. Go check them out on our website. Thanks for listening. The Worker Being Podcast is hosted by us, Patricia Grabarik
0: and Katina Sawyer and produced by Allie Johnson.